Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges, and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible, studying the Word of God. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. And today, this is episode 64. We're looking at John chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. Let's review verses 1 through 5, then we will go into verses 6 through 8. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through him, and apart from him not one thing was created that has been created. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. Now verses 6 through 8. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. John has been talking about Jesus, explaining Jesus was the Logos. He was with God in the beginning. In fact, he was God. He was active in the process of creation. He came as a light into the world. He brought life into the world. Now he makes a shift. He starts talking about John the Baptist. Well, this is not a theme that John brings, is the idea of being a witness of the testimony about Jesus. In fact, John says that's the whole reason he wrote his gospel, is to be a testimony about the truth of who Jesus is. So, verse 6, he says, There was a man sent from God. Now, there's some contrast here in the language of how he describes John the Baptist, versus how he described Jesus, where Jesus didn't become. He just was. Now, our translation here says, there was a man sent from God. Some Bibles say there came a man sent from God. The actual verb there is became. Became a man. So you could say there came, or you could say there was, but it's intentionally different from Jesus. Jesus never became. Jesus always was. Where John became. He came on the scene. And specifically, he was a man. There came a man. God sent a man. Where Jesus is described as God. So, John the Baptist. There was a man sent from God. Very different description than the description of Jesus. And he's very intentional in doing this. While he has very high regard for John the Baptist, we've got to keep things in perspective and make sure that we understand that John the Baptist is a witness. He is a man sent from God. Now, the word translated as sent is the Greek word apostello, from where we get the word apostle. An apostle is one who is sent. So, John the Baptist is this man sent from God. And he then gives his name as John. Verse 7, he came as a witness. This is a theme in John, the idea of witness, of bringing the truth. And this was John's mission. He was sent to be a witness. Now, the, the Greek word is translated witness is martyrion, where we get the word martyr, where people who are killed for bringing their witness And the idea of a witness is somebody who comes and tells the truth. 
And it's more than just telling the truth. It's also committing to the truth. You're not on the fence and refusing to give your opinion. You have to say what you really believe is the truth. And so this is John's mission, to be a witness. And he says he, he came as a witness to testify. Well, that's what witnesses do. They testify. Now, the word translated witness is martyrion, and the verb testify is martyro. They're, they're related. And this is a, a frequently used verb, this verb testify, martyro. John uses it 33 times in his gospel because it's another theme, the theme of light and dark, the theme of life, and the theme of testifying about the truth. And specifically, he came as a witness to testify about the light. The light being Jesus. Jesus came into the dark world as the light to bring the light of God into the darkness to bring life to people who were in death. And John's mission was to be a witness, to testify about the light. And then he amplifies that in the end of verse 7. He says specifically, so that all might believe through him. This is the purpose of John being a witness, is for belief, not just a, so people can know the truth, but so people can believe the truth. It's one thing to know what is true. It's another thing to believe it. Believe it to the point of acting on it. And that's John's purpose, his mission. He was sent by God. Now, John the Baptist is, uh, well, an interesting character. We read about his birth in the Gospel of Luke, and it's mixed amongst the, the birth narrative of Jesus. They're actually related, apparently, uh, something on the order of cousins. John the Baptist's father is a, a priest, Zechariah, and he's conducting his priestly duties in the temple when the angel Gabriel appears to him and announces that he and his wife Elizabeth will have a child. They were thought to be past the point of childbearing age. And in a very miraculous way, Elizabeth conceives and has a baby, John the Baptist. Well, while she is pregnant, the angel Gabriel appears to Mary, the mother of Jesus, and tells her she is going to have a baby Jesus, and he will be the Messiah, the Savior. She responds with, uh, well, questioning, how can this be? I, I'm a young lady. I've not been with a man. How, how can I have a baby? And the angel explains, well, you know, God can do all kinds of things like this. And if you want proof, your cousin Elizabeth, who everyone thought was past the point of childbirth, she's pregnant right now. And so what does Mary do? She runs to go visit Elizabeth and spends time. And based on the, the description there, it sounds like Mary stays with Elizabeth to the point of the birth of John the Baptist. Then John the Baptist, we don't know him more about him until he grows up and he begins his uh, ministry as a witness, proclaiming the coming of the Savior. And he is a strange character, living in the wilderness, eating locusts and dressed in strange garb. And he's baptizing. And that's why we call him John the Baptist. More precisely, be John the Baptizer. John, the one who is baptizing. Now, as I've often explained in church on Sunday morning, baptism wasn't invented by John the Baptist. 
baptism was an existing thing. It was practiced by the Jews. There are ancient baptistries been excavated around the site of the temple. It was used in uh, Jewish purification ceremonies. In fact, traditional Jewish synagogues have a, a baptistry in them now. They call it a mikvah. So baptism was not invented by John. What was different was the what he was doing. He wasn't using it as a religious purification device. He was doing it as a public statement of repentance of sin. And we read in the narrative of, of John the Baptist, as the religious leaders were challenging him, they didn't ask him, what, what are you doing? How, why are you dunking people in the water? Their challenge was, by what authority are you doing this? So John the Baptist came as a precursor to the Messiah, to announce the coming of the Messiah. And here John spells out that he was here as a witness to testify about the light with the specific reason so that all might believe through him. Then in verse 8, he says, He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. Now he's making something very clear here about John the Baptist, that he was not the light. He was merely a witness to the light. Now, we don't know a lot of things for sure, but it may have been there were people who were continuing to follow John the Baptist. Some people wanted to elevate John the Baptist in the Gospel of Luke. Luke 3.15 says, Now the people were waiting expectantly, and all of them were questioning in their hearts whether John might be the Messiah. Some, some people were questioning that here's this strange religious man, a prophet. Uh, maybe he's really the Messiah. Well, and people followed John the Baptist, and we see followers of John the Baptist then start following Jesus. But even later, much later, in Acts 18, when Paul encounters uh, Apollos, John 18:25, he had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he was speaking and teaching accurately about Jesus, although he knew only John's baptism. So he knew some things about Jesus, but he never experienced the Holy Spirit, and he had just experienced the baptism of John. A little later in Acts 19, while Apollos was in Corinth, Paul traveled through the interior regions and came to Ephesus. He found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? No, they told him. We haven't even heard there is a Holy Spirit. Into what were you baptized, he asked them. Into John's baptism, they replied. So this is several years after the, the death of Jesus that some people are still following the message of John the Baptist. Now there's a, some old writings, they're called, uh, well, what's called the, the Clementine Recognitions. And it is a uh, apocryphal work, meaning it was written by somebody claiming to be somebody else. And it's it's got some theological problems, but it does give us a, a peek back into uh, the early years it was um, a series of books written allegedly by Clement of Rome, also uh, passed off as the, the cousin of, of the emperor. It weren't really written by him, but they used his name. And in it, it talked about some of the, the Jewish uh, groups, such as the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. But then it goes on to say, yea, even some of the disciples of John who seem to be great ones, have separated themselves from the people and proclaimed their own master as the Christ. 
Now this is later on, but it does give us a glimpse into the, there might have been some people really elevating John and wanting to be followers of John versus followers of Jesus. And that could be why John, the apostle here in, in the Gospel of John, is making clear about who John is. He speaks highly of John because Jesus spoke very highly of John. John was sent by God with this divine mission to proclaim the coming of the Messiah. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. But John the Apostle is making it very clear here that John the Baptist is not equal to Jesus the Messiah. Jesus was not created. Jesus was God. Jesus was active in creation. Jesus was the light. Jesus was the bringer of life. John was a witness to this. So verse 8, he's hammering it down. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. That's why we need to remember uh, to think too highly of ourselves or too highly of any of our religious leaders themselves. It's the, the authority is the message that we bring, and that is the message about the light, the message about the light bringer, the life giver, and that is Jesus the Christ, Jesus the Messiah, Jesus God the Son. And this message has been brought to us in the Bible. And just as John was given a divine calling to be a messenger, to testify about the light, that's a calling for us too, is to testify about the light so that through us all might believe also. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working our way through the Gospel of John.